Hey friends, thank you for joining me today. I hope you're enjoying this new series as much as I am, and I would love to hear from you. Please write me or give me a call, go online. I would love to know your thoughts about this series because I'm having such a good time teaching it. And of course, I'm talking about the brand new series, which is called The Point of No Return. And today, we're going to be going back to Joshua chapter 1, verse 1, which says, Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise. A moment comes when you have to stop thinking about what you're going to do, and it's time to launch out and do it. He did not have time to say, hey, Lord, can I please think about this a few more moments? Can I please take more time to pray about it? He had been preparing for this for 40 years. He'd been praying about this for a long time. There's a time to pray and there's a time to act. And many times people miss the golden moment in their life because they want to wait a few more moments and the opportunity slips by them. This was a moment when God said to Joshua, arise, step up. This is your moment. And he had to say, yes, sir and cross the point of no return. And that may be where you are in in your life right now. How do you know when it's time to pray or when it's time to act? Well, all of that is in my brand new series, which is called The Point of No Return, tackling your next new assignment with courage and common sense. And it comes with a study guide. And we're offering you right now the book by the same title, the point of no return. Again, the back of the book says, adventure beyond anything you've ever imagined awaits you. You've reached a crossroads in your life, and now the moment is here to step out and obey what God is asking you to do. My friends, it is the most thrilling and scary moment you'll ever face in your life. And I've faced it many times, and that's why I was authorized to write this book the point of no return. And I know it will really encourage you. But hey, at the end of the program today, my announcer is going to tell you how you can get these products and others. But please remember that we want to pray for you. So call us or send us your email. And the moment we hear from you, we're going to release our faith. And Jesus is going to just burst into your life and do something wonderful. But hey, I'll be back in just a moment. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Hey, reach for your Bible and let's go to Joshua chapter 1. And today we're going to begin in verse 2. And the Bible says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan and all this people unto the land, which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. You know, most people want to begin their ministry with a prophetic word. Well, how would you like their prophetic word to be? Hey, Moses is dead. Now it's your turn. This was the point of no return. And today I'm going to begin by sharing from my book, The Point of No Return, and I'm going to begin on page 70. Seven. After all those years of dreaming what it would be like to be the leader of the Israelites, the spotlight finally shifted to Joshua in a moment's time. Joshua became the new Moses, and emotionally, he must have been a little panicked inside, thinking, ay, 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 
It happened. It's here. It's no longer a dream. What do I do? I'm the new Moses. And I can guess what Joshua wished he could do. He probably wished he could go back and talk to Moses and get a little advice. But an afternoon session with Moses to discuss and mull over a few ideas was now an impossible dream. Joshua's mentor was dead. And the responsibility of leading the Israelites was now resting on his shoulders. And I've told you before that it must have been amazing for Joshua to stand in those shoes, knowing that he was standing in Moses' shoes, probably thinking to himself, am I really fit for the task? Can I really do this? Can I do what Moses did? And in front of him were three million Jews, which means six million eyeballs were looking at him. And guess what they were asking? The same thing he was asking. Is he really fit for the task? Can he do what Moses did? Can he really do the job? They were both asking the same question. But Joshua had no choice except to step up to the plate and say, here I am, Lord, you've been preparing me. And now God was calling Joshua to a new place of commitment. And if he was going to obey God and take on the assignment God set before him, it would require him and it will require you to put aside fears, questions, doubts, and insecurities and step forward into a new realm with faith and courage. And my friend, I want to tell you, your time will also come. In fact, it might be here right now. This might be your time to stop thinking about what you're going to do. You may be hearing God say, hey, the past is dead. That season is finished. It's time for you to arise. (laughs) The Holy Spirit may have had you in training for a long, long time. And now all your past experiences, all your time and energy that you've been exerting will be called upon for what you're about to do. My friends, God is moving in your life and you're going to have to deal with fears, doubts, questions, and push yourself beyond the line to do what God has asked you to do. You may feel a little trepidation. You may also feel exaltation. But you'll be so excited when you finally pass the point of no return. I remember when Denise and I and our family got on the airplane to move to this side of the world. Of course, I live in Moscow, but at that time, it was really the Soviet Union. We had such trepidation as we walked down the air bridge to the plane. But when we sat in our seats and buckled our seatbelts, Denise looked at me and she said, Rick, we did it. The plane was going to take off. We couldn't get off the plane. We had passed the point of no return. This was no turning back. And I have to tell you, we really felt a little trepidation and we felt a lot of exultation because we knew we had just began the adventure that God had planned for us. And if you feel a little trepidation, that's all right. You're doing something you've never done before. You'll also feel a lot of exultation because you're really launching out by faith. Wow. But Joshua's ministry began with this prophetic word. Moses, my servant is dead. (laughs) No going back. The past is over. That season is done. And then the very next words of God to Joshua in verse two is now therefore arise. This was his moment to arise. It probably hit him really hard. He might have been mourning for Moses. 
He may have been wishing he could turn the clock back just a little bit, but mourning for Moses, wishing he could turn the clock back, feeling like he's been really hit hard is not going to change the reality of the moment. The past is finished. Now he has to step forward by faith and focus on his future. That is amazing. You have to break free of your comfort zone to do what God is asking you to do. Listen to this. Whether it's witnessing to your neighbor or moving across the world to preach the gospel, those steps may make you feel like you're living on the edge. And at first, it may seem a little scary, but, and I'm telling you, this is the truth. This is really the truth. After you've lived on the edge for a while and grown accustomed to the daily life of living on the edge and experiencing the adventures and the powers of Jesus Christ, you'll wonder why it took you so long to get there. In retrospect of my own life, it was so hard for me and Denise to take that step. You have to understand that at that time, Denise and I had been building our ministry in the United States. I didn't have a clue that God was going to lead my family to the other side of the world. I didn't even like missionaries. I didn't like mission work. I wasn't interested in it. I didn't even understand how my gift would work in a foreign culture because I use a lot of linguistics. I use a lot of Greek. I just know how I would ever work overseas. And then one day the Lord said to me, I'm calling you to the Soviet Union. I said, Lord, why me? He said, there's lots of good Bible teachers in America, but right now I need you on assignment here because there's going to be a revival and I need somebody like you to help lay a foundation underneath the church in the former Soviet Union. Oh, after working so hard, I'd been doing 450 meetings a year. Our staff was growing. My books were selling. It looked like the greatest time was in front of me. And suddenly the Lord said, assignment is shifting. I'm moving you to another side of the world. But you know what? Up until that time, Denise and I had taken a lot of steps of faith. We took a step of faith when we left Arkansas and moved to Oklahoma. That seemed so scary at the time, but we did it. Then when we moved to Oklahoma, we began to make phone calls. That seemed so scary when I began to call pastors and ask if we could minister, but we did it. Then I began to write a book. I wondered if anybody would ever read my books. Look how many people have read my books. My books are all over the world by the millions. But at that time, I felt such trepidation about writing a book or even advertising a book, but we did it. God, step by step, was leading us through steps of obedience. And my friends, if you take one step and another step and another step and another step, it forms a foundation for you that makes it easier for you to take the next step. And if I had not taken all those other steps of obedience, I don't know that God would have trusted me with this bigger assignment. God is watching you right now. Remember what we saw yesterday. People are not chosen by accident. God is watching all along. This is so very important for you to understand. Wow. But listen, today, I'm writing from my book, God is using our entire family to take the teaching of his word to the United States, Europe, and the farthest ends of the former USSR and even the world. And what is next? Only God knows. We know very clearly from Scripture in Matthew chapter 25 that if you're faithful in what you're doing, God gives you something else. That's why it seems that some people just have more assignments and more assignments and more assignments. You know why? Because when God finally finds somebody he can trust, 
somebody that is faithful, he keeps putting more and more on their plate. There have been times when I felt like, Lord, I don't know if I can take another new assignment, but grace comes to do it. And according to Philippians 4, verse 13, we are energized with a continuous, fresh, continuous stream of God's power to help us do anything that we're asked to do. But I have to ask you right now, what is your next big leap of faith? I'm reading from my book. Is it leaving your current job to accept a new one with greater responsibility? Is it starting a business that you've always dreamed of starting? Recognizing that you finally met the man or woman of your dreams that you are to marry or pushing your fears aside to share Christ with your neighbor or an unsaved family member? Or maybe it's stepping out in faith to answer God's call on your life to the ministry. All of those are really big steps of faith. But my friends, you have to do it. And if you're stuck in a rut, it's time for you to break out of that rut. If you're going to stay where you are, well, then you're not going to get anything new. Are you going to break out of your stale status quo to embark on the great adventure God has planned for you? You're the only one that can answer God's invitation to arise and to embrace the moment. Wow. And in Joshua 1, 2, that moment came to Joshua when God said, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise. And by the way, that meant right now, this very moment, immediately. Wow. Now, listen careful. I want you to hear what I've written in this book on page 86. Perhaps you really received a word from the Lord revealing what you're to do with your life. But instead of obediently following his instructions, you've just waited for the circumstances to be absolutely perfect before you step out and obey. Well, let me tell you a sobering truth that I've found to be true. The situation will never be perfect to obey. There's never a perfect moment to obey. Consider the life of Joshua. When God told him to lead the Israelites across the Jordan River, the Jordan River was at flood stage. Believe me, that would be a hard way to start a ministry. And many like to say they're waiting for the perfect timing of the Lord before they make a move. But this is often nothing more than a poor excuse to avoid taking any action. Don't let this describe you. If God has instructed you to start a new assignment now, then now is his perfect timing. And I want to tell you something else. Listen, perfect conditions don't necessarily mean perfect timing. Perfect timing is when God says, arise and do it now. And there comes a time in all of our lives when we no longer need to pray about the future. You say, Rick, are you putting down prayer? Absolutely not. There's a time to pray and there's a time to act. And sometimes pray and pray and pray and pray. And then when the moment comes, they want to pray a little bit more and they lose the moment. Joshua did not need to stop and say, Lord, let me pray about this new assignment for a few due days. I want to make sure the timing is absolutely perfect. He had already spent decades in preparation. He was ready for this moment. And now it was time for him to say yes. And that's why God simply said, Joshua, therefore, arise. It was a now opportunity. And he had to say, yes, sir. I'll step across that line, the point of no return, the point of never turning back. I will do what you've asked me to do. And that, 
may be exactly what God is saying to you today. And friends, there's a time to pray and there's a time to act. The wisdom of knowing those truths may determine whether you're successful or not. I really believe it's one of the keys to our own ministry. We've known when it's time to pray and we've recognized when a door is opened and it's time to act. But sadly, many believers confuse the two and end up praying a lot without ever accomplishing anything. Therefore, it's vital to know when it's time to quit praying and take action. And I want to give you an example. Many, many years ago, when we had first began our TV ministry in the former Soviet Union, and can you imagine, nobody had ever done that. No one had ever had a nationwide TV ministry in the former Soviet Union. It was off limits. It was illegal. What we did was pioneering something no one had ever done. ABC, CBS, NBC, they had never done it here. We were doing something brand spanking new. And I received a phone call one day from a reporter, a journalist, who said, hey, I have a contact in Kiev. Meet me in Kiev, and I believe the door is going to open for you to broadcast your teaching to the entire nation of Ukraine. Well, I prayed for that. I loved Ukraine. I'd prayed and prayed for God to give me a way to speak to the entire nation of Ukraine. So I flew to Kiev, met the journalist. He and I and my assistant went to the big TV tower. I sat in the room and the TV director of the biggest channel in Ukraine who really controlled it all said, Mr. Renner, we've been watching your programs and today we're going to give you an opportunity that we've never given to anybody else. Well, you know, when something like that happens, it means a great effectual door has been opened in front of you. The Apostle Paul talked about that. He said, a great and effectual door has been opened unto me of the Lord, and there are many adversaries. Adversaries usually come with open doors. He put a contract in front of me. He said, if you're willing to sign this contract and pay this price, we'll put you on the biggest channel. You will reach into every single home of Ukraine. My friends, these were people who had never heard the regular teaching of the Bible. The light of God's word would be penetrating all that darkness. I said to that man, just give me a moment. He walked out of the room and I turned to my assistant. I said, I'm going to sign this contract. He said, Rick, you don't have the money to pay for this. I knew I didn't have the money to pay for it. He said, Rick, let's take a little while to pray about this. We didn't have time to pray about it. The door was open. This was God saying to me, Rick, arise, step forward, take it. This is the door I'm opening to you. And do you know, if I had said, please give me a week to think about it, it is entirely possible they would have changed their mind and I would have lost that opportunity. My friends, time is very precious, so don't waste it. It's important that you take action when it's time to take action. And many people fail because they ask for a little more time to pray about it or to think about it when it's time for them to take action. Wow. And if the door you've been waiting for patiently and praying for is supernaturally opened and God gives you the green light, go for it. There's a moment to go for it. If you're nervous about taking that first step, big deal. Don't worry. Those butterflies in your stomach are normal. You're about to step out in faith and do something you've never done before. Don't let your apprehension and nervousness keep you from achieving the wonderful things God has in store for you. Those first steps of faith only look huge 
because you've never taken them before. And once you've moved into the realm of faith to accept your new assignment from God, you'll realize that making that critical first move wasn't so difficult after all. Amazing. God's just waiting for you to respond to his invitation. He's saying, arise. It's a new season. Moses is dead. The past is gone. You can't turn back. Now it's time for you to move forward. You've got two choices. You can camp around a dead memory, or you can say that was a blessed season, and hey, now I'm going to move into the next season. And if you'll move into the next season, you will experience the phenomenal power of God as a new adventure is ignited in your life. It is the life of faith. The life of faith is not staying where it's saying where it's staying where it's safe and secure. It's stepping out into an adventure. And my friends, that's where you experience power. That's where you experience miracles. And when Joshua accepted God's invitation, miracles begin to happen in front of him. And that's what will happen with you too. Time is precious. Don't waste it. If God says arise now, it means it's time for you to take action. But hey, I'll be back in just a moment. But right now, my announcer is going to tell you about some products we're offering to you. And then I'll be back to pray for you. Many people know what they're supposed to do. But at times, the path to get there is like crossing the raging waters of the Jordan River at flood stage. They just don't know how to get from where they are to where they need to be. In this series, The Point of No Return, Rick takes us into the life of Joshua to learn how he stepped across the Jordan into the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And God has a fabulous future waiting for you too. But to get there, you must make a decision to pass the point of no return. In this insightful 10-part series, you'll learn God is waiting for you to take the big leap into your promised land. God doesn't choose people by accident. What to do if your assignment seems impossible? How to understand your boundaries and perimeters? The five primary reasons people fail. This faith-filled series is available in digital or physical formats starting at just $20. We're also offering the accompanying book, The Point of No Return, for $15. In his classic and updated message, Rick presents a clear, no-nonsense approach to help you prepare for and carry out each new assignment God gives you in pursuit of His purpose for your life. Don't miss these exciting offers, the series The Point of No Return and the companion book The Point of No Return. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. The holiday season always brings about fond memories and cherished traditions. For many, one of those cherished traditions is the reading of the Christmas story. In Rick Renner's timeless new book, Christmas, The Rest of the Story, your family can uncover the beautiful details of the nativity story you have never heard. When I was growing up, I heard the same Christmas story year after year, and I loved it. When I got older, I found treasures in the Christmas story that no one had shared with me. That's what is in this book, and I wrote it to share with you and for you to share with those whom you love. Through its detailed watercolor illustration, Christmas, the rest of the story, invites families to explore the true meaning of Christmas as they interact with the story across decorated pages in a coffee table-sized format. When you call or go online right now to pre-order this book for just $35, you'll receive the eternal story of Christmas, now beautifully told in this timeless keepsake. 
Christmas is a special time when you can pass your faith on to your children and grandchildren. With this engaging new book, you can reinforce the true meaning of Christmas, Jesus, the Savior of the world. With magnificent illustrations across nearly 300 pages, your family will create a special tradition that will last for generations. Great as a gift or enhancing your own traditions, pre-order the book Christmas, The Rest of the Story for just $35. Call now or go to renner.org to order. Don't miss this special Christmas offer. This is Rick Renner and my friends right now, we're in the very middle of our ministry expansion project. It's three phases. Phase one was building the new studio in Moscow. You helped us do that. Thank you. Phase two was finishing the interior of the studio. You helped us do that. Thank you. Now we're in phase three, which is retiring the debt on the ministry headquarters in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Our ministry has never had debt. The reason we've been able to do what we've done is because we've never had to service debt. When we built our building in Riga, we did it cash. When we built the building in Moscow, it is amazing that we were able to do it with cash. And now we want to retire the debt on the Tulsa headquarters building so we can liberate all that money to really take the teaching of the Bible around the world. You know, it's never about buildings. It's about having an anchor where the Word of God can go forth. And in that Tulsa facility, we're taking calls from people who are literally calling us from all over the world. And from that facility, we're producing TV programs, social media, we're fulfilling orders for books and giving away thousands and thousands of different resources to people who are reaching out to us because they believe that we provide teaching they can trust. And it's very important that we retire that debt as quick as possible because it will liberate funds for the preaching of the word to the ends of the earth. And that is what we're called to do. And today I want to ask you to please continue to be a part of our giving team so we can retire the debt on the Tulsa building and then we'll be finished with the ministry expansion project. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for becoming a part of the giving team. My heart is overflowing with what I'm sharing with you this week. And today, I only got through half of the material. So on Monday, we're going to pick up right here. It's so exciting to think about what happens when you step out to obey God. My friends, you just need to pass the point of no return. And that's why I want you to order my brand new series. It's 10 parts called The Point of No Return, tackling your next new assignment with courage and common sense. And it comes with a great study guide. And we're offering you the book by the same title, The Point of No Return. I've been reading from it and teaching from it all week. And next week, I'm going to continue. The back of the book says, Adventure beyond anything you've ever imagined awaits you. Think of what awaits you if you'll just say yes to God's invitation and pass the point of no return. Oh, it's amazing. In fact, I want to pray for you right now. Would you just put your hand on your heart? Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you brought each one of us into the world to do something specific. You want us to wake up to your calling and to say yes. Give us the courage, Lord, to pass the point of no return, to take the dive, 
to do what you're asking us to do. And we thank you that according to Philippians 4.13, you give us power to do anything you ever ask us to do. So Lord, today we reach out by faith to take hold of the power of the Holy Spirit for courage and common sense to tackle this next new assignment. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I'll see you Monday. But please always remember Ecclesiastes 8.4, it says, where the word of a king is, there's power. Thank you for watching this broadcast. For more information on product resources or to learn how you can partner with this ministry, please connect with us at renner.org. Also, please be sure to visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.